0: Section two of Yet Again by Max Beerbohm. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Seeing people off. I am not good at it. To do it well seems to me one of the most difficult things in the world, and probably seems so to you, too. To see a friend off from Waterloo to Vauxhall were easy enough, but we are never called on to perform that small feat. It is only when a friend is going on a longish journey and will be absent for a longish time that we turn up at the railway station. The dearer the friend and the longer the journey and the longer the likely absence, the earlier do we turn up and the more lamentably do we fail. Our failure is an exact ratio to the seriousness of the occasion and to the depth of our feeling. In a room, or even on a doorstep, we can make the farewell quite worthily we can express in our faces the genuine sorrow we feel nor do words fail us there is no awkwardness no restraint on either side the thread of our intimacy has not been snapped the leave-taking is an ideal one why not then leave the leave-taking at that always departing friends implore us not to bother to come to the railway station next morning Always we are deaf to these entreaties, knowing them to be not quite sincere. The departing friends would think it very odd of us if we took them at their word. Besides, they really do want to see us again, and that wish is heartily reciprocated. We duly turn up. And then—oh, then, what a gulf yawns! We stretch our arms vainly across it, we have utterly lost touch we have nothing at all to say we gaze at each other as dumb animals gaze at human beings we make conversation and such conversation we know that these are the friends from whom we parted overnight they know that we have not altered Yet, on the surface, everything is different, and the tension is such that we only long for the guard to blow his whistle and put an end to the farce. On a cold grey morning of last week I duly turned up at Euston to see off an old friend who was starting for America. Overnight we had given him a farewell dinner, in which sadness was well mingled with festivity. Years probably would elapse before his return. Some of us might never see him again. Not ignoring the shadow of the future, we gaily celebrated the past. We were as thankful to have known our guest as we were grieved to lose him, and both these emotions were made evident. It was a perfect farewell. And now here we were, stiff and self-conscious on the platform, and, framed in the window of the railway carriage, was the face of our friend but it was as the face of a stranger, a stranger anxious to please, an appealing stranger, an awkward stranger. "'Have you got everything?' asked one of us, breaking a silence. "'Yes, everything,' said our friend with a pleasant nod. "'Everything,' he repeated with the emphasis of an empty brain. "'You'll be able to lunch on the train,' said I." though this prophecy had already been made more than once. "'Oh, yes,' he said with conviction. He added that the train went straight through to Liverpool. This fact seemed to strike us as rather odd.' We exchanged glances. "'Doesn't it stop at Crewe?' asked one of us. "'No,' said our friend briefly. He seemed almost disagreeable. There was a long pause. One of us, with a nod and a forced smile at the traveller, said, Well. The nod, the smile, and the unmeaning monosyllable were returned conscientiously. Another pause was broken by one of us with a fit of coughing. It was an obviously assumed fit, but it served to pass the time. The bustle of the platform was unabated. There was no sign of the train's departure. Release ours and our friend's was not yet my wandering eye alighted on a rather portly middle-aged man who was talking earnestly from the platform to a young lady at the next window but one to ours his fine profile was vaguely familiar to me the young lady was evidently american and he was evidently english otherwise i should have guessed from his impressive air that he was her father I wished I could hear what he was saying. I was sure he was giving the very best advice, and the strong tenderness of his gaze was really beautiful. He seemed magnetic as he poured out his final injunctions. I could feel something of his magnetism even where I stood, and the magnetism, like the profile, was vaguely familiar to me. Where had I experienced it? In a flash I remembered. The man was Hubert de Ross, but how changed since last I saw him. That was seven or eight years ago in The Strand. He was then, as usual, out of an engagement, and borrowed half a crown. It seemed a privilege to lend anything to him. He was always magnetic, and why his magnetism had never made him successful on the London stage was always a mystery to me. He was an excellent actor and a man of sober habit but like many others of his kind hubert le ross i do not of course give the actual name by which he was known drifted seedily away into the provinces and i like every one else ceased to remember him it was strange to see him after all these years here on the platform of euston looking so prosperous and solid It was not only the flesh that he had put on but also the clothes that made him hard to recognize in the old days an imitation fur coat had seemed to be as integral a part of him as were his ill-shorn lantern jaws but now his costume was a model of rich and somber moderation drawing not calling attention to itself he looked like a banker any one would have been proud to be seen off by him stand back please the train was about to start and i waved farewell to my friends la did not stand back he stood clasping in both hands the hands of the young american stand back sir please he obeyed but quickly darted forward again to whisper some final word i think there were tears in her eyes there certainly were tears in his when at length having watched the train out of sight he turned round He seemed nevertheless delighted to see me. He asked me where I had been hiding all these years, and simultaneously repaid me the half-crown, as though it had been borrowed yesterday. He linked his arm in mine, and walked me slowly along the platform, saying with what pleasure he read my dramatic criticisms every Saturday. I told him, in return, how much he was missed on the stage. "'Ah, yes,' he said. "'I never act on the stage nowadays.' He laid some emphasis on the word stage, and I asked him where, then, did he act. "'On the platform,' he answered. "'You mean,' said I, "'that you recite at concerts?' He smiled. "'This,' he whispered, striking his stick on the ground, "'is the platform I mean.' Had his mysterious prosperity unhinged him? He looked quite sane.' I begged him to be more explicit. "'I suppose,' he said presently, giving me a light for the cigar which he had offered me, "'you have been seeing a friend off?' I assented. He asked me what I supposed he had been doing. I said that I had watched him doing the same thing. "'No,' he said gravely. "'That lady was not a friend of mine. I met her for the first time this morning, less than half an hour ago, here.' and again he struck the platform with his stick i confess that i was bewildered he smiled you may he said have heard of the anglo-american social bureau i had not he explained to me that of the thousands of americans who annually pass through england there are many hundreds who have no english friends in the old days they used to bring letters of introduction but the English are so inhospitable that these letters are hardly worth the paper they are written on. Thus, said LaRosse, the AASB supplies a long-felt want. Americans are a sociable people, and most of them have plenty of money to spend. The AASB supplies them with English friends. Fifty percent of the fees is paid over to the friends. The other fifty is retained by the AASB. I am not, alas, a director. If I were, I should be a very rich man indeed. I am only an employee. But even so, I do very well. I am one of the seers off. Again I asked for enlightenment. Many Americans, he said, cannot afford to keep friends in England. But they can all afford to be seen off." The fee is only five pounds, twenty-five dollars, for a single traveller, and eight pounds, forty dollars, for a party of two or more. They send that in to the Bureau, giving the date of their departure and a description by which the seer off can identify them on the platform. And then, well, then they are seen off. "'But is it worth it?' I exclaimed. "'Of course it is worth it,' said Leross. It prevents them from feeling out of it. It earns them the respect of the guard. It saves them from being despised by their fellow passengers, the people who are going to be on the boat. It gives them a footing for the whole voyage. Besides, it is a great pleasure in itself. You saw me seeing that young lady off. Didn't you think I did it beautifully?' "'Beautifully,' I admitted. I envied you. "'There was I.' "'Yes, I can imagine. There were you, shuffling from foot to foot, staring blankly at your friend, trying to make conversation. I know. That's how I used to be myself, before I studied and went into the thing professionally. I don't say I'm perfect yet. I'm still a martyr to platform fright. A railway station is the most difficult of all places to act in, as you have discovered for yourself. But— "'I said with resentment. "'I wasn't trying to act. "'I really felt.' "'So did I, my boy,' said Lerasse. "'You can't act without feeling. "'What's his name? "'The Frenchman. "'Diderot, yes. "'Said you could. "'But what did he know about it? "'Didn't you see those tears in my eyes "'when the train started? "'I hadn't forced them. "'I tell you I was moved. "'So were you, I dare say.' "'But you couldn't have pumped up a tear to prove it. "'You can't express your feelings. "'In other words, you can't act. "'At any rate,' he added kindly, "'not in a railway station. "'Teach me,' I cried. "'He looked thoughtfully at me. "'Well,' he said at length, "'the seeing-off season is practically over. "'Yes, I'll give you a course. "'I have a good many pupils on hand already, "'but yes,' He said, consulting an ornate notebook, I could give you an hour on Tuesdays and Fridays. His terms, I confess, are rather high. But I don't grudge the investment. End of section two.